Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Millennial Verses. I'm Keenan, one fourth of the MV team, and here with me today, as always, are Laura, Tali, and Amelia. Today, the team and I will be discussing the topic of soulmates. What is a soulmate? Do we all believe in soulmates? And if we do believe in them, how rare is it to find a soulmate? So guys, let's just jump right into the topic. My first question is super simple. As our audience probably knows by now, before we discuss something as a group, typically we like to use a definition as a baseline for our topic. But for this week, I want us to all use our own definition. So using your own words, how would you describe a soulmate? So I'm going to preface my answer by saying I don't believe in soulmates. Mm, that was my next but question. But uh, my definition of soulmates would be, I guess what I would feel like, you know, if it was described in the movie, like, oh, this was so-and-so soulmate. It's like this person that, like, you're fated sort of to be with, like, is your ultimate partner, your sort of perfect partner. Um yeah, that would be my definition. A soulmate to me is someone that understands you at that spiritual, quote, soul level. And on there, that's, I see like your spirit is like that true highest like vibration of energy within someone. So there's someone that understands you. I'm not going to say inside and out, but understands you enough in your mindset to see kind of like your sway within that energy level you know like how can i amplify them to this next level so by your answer you're saying that you do believe in soulmates yes i will say absolutely okay so like like second question do you think tolly i guess do you think that soulmates have to be romantic or can they be platonic can they be familial are there more than different types of soulmates maybe yeah i think there's there's numerous types of soulmates and i think that's where a lot of people misunderstand the concept of what a soulmate is um that's why i was very careful with what my answer is saying because it's that spiritual level so many people can feel others at that spiritual level that you don't understand but just kind of within how our current society has coined the term what soulmate is. is always like a romantic partner. That's where there can be misunderstanding in regards to what a soulmate is versus, hey, a life, like a true partner. Like, I can see myself with this person till, like, I want to croak over my grave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, to answer your question, I think there are multiple uh, types of what a soulmate is. I'm saying definitely, definitely. Like my sister and my grandma are so close and I just, they're so cute. They're the mm-hmm. cutest. And it's like, they're kind of like the oldest and the youngest in the family. And it was just always adorable how they just like took to each other and they're still like little best friends. And I always thought like in a small way, I'm not prescribing this to them or saying they, you know, think this of each other. But, you know, I always thought in a way that they were kind of like connected on like that higher level than some of us were you know just the love that they had for each other was Mm. so beautiful and i feel like maybe that's what it is in the familial sense you know yeah absolutely i agree i think man tally we're like i I was just listening to you and i think we're like kind of on the same page i feel like when people think of a soulmate they think of like this giant romantic movie where you know this woman (laughs) It's misogynistic, but this woman is like swept off her feet or, you know, or, um, 
you know, two people were walking in the rain and, and the girl trips and the guy catches her and it's like, they look each other in the eyes and it's like, no, it's not always like this big romantic move or anything like that. Sometimes it's just like a childhood friend who, you know, understands you like nobody else. Sometimes it's, you know, your closest cousin in the family who's just like, dang, like every time you get together, you know, or something like that. So I believe in soulmates, but again, not in the sense of it has to be romantic, just like, you know, you guys. I don't think it's this big magical moment that people try to make out, make it out to be or like a glamorous thing. I think sometimes let's just say you it is a romantic relationship and you feel like you have your soulmate that doesn't mean that now you won't have to put in the work that doesn't mean that now everything's just going to be easy and smooth sailing for the rest of your relationship for the rest of your life i think it's kind of like this mix between understanding each other's trauma past trauma or respecting that i think it has a lot to do with um i think it has a lot to do with your styles of communication wanting similar things out of life, you know, just how you, how you operate. So I think there's a lot that goes into having a quote unquote soulmate in, in the same, if it was in the familiar sense or a, a friendship or, you know, whatever. Honestly, there are definitely several ways where I can say like a soulmate really just doesn't exist because I was thinking, my question is, can your soulmate quote this idealistic person that sends you to this higher level lack things that you need or like that perspective that you need um i was going with that question like we were telling like it's multifaceted like saying you're still making like really feel like on this emotional level or like say someone like dude i understand like you're gonna achieve this go do that but like romantically you know like it's like well you like you're not serving that quote for this soulmate purpose so can a soulmate lack other qualities that someone else could feel I think that's really interesting because I've actually thought about that in like past sort of relationships. I even made the comment to someone one time that I was like, maybe we were soulmates in a past life. Because like this mm -hmm. life, it's like you just connect to them really deeply, but it's like they're just issues that you guys have together or that just, you know, personalities that just don't work out. And it's just like you want it to work out or you you know that it could work out and again like kind of what you guys were saying maybe friendships like you know hopefully not your family like you don't <laughs> you know like you can sort of have a decent relationship with them but yeah i've definitely felt like and i don't necessarily believe like that we're reincarnated but you know what i mean like that's just yeah. idea that's like we're almost perfect like so it's like maybe sometime before like it would have worked like i don't know I don't know. Does that so make sense? sometimes you believe in soulmates? <laughs> I wouldn't say. On rare say, occasions? I think the reason I don't believe in soulmates, and this is because someone that I've uh, kind of, an author that I've kind of followed for a long time, he made the argument that, and this is sort of more on the argument of soulmates being romantic partners, but his argument was like, if you think about it, and, you know, everybody has a soulmate, um, throughout sort of all of human history. What happens if one person gets the wrong person? Then it messes up sort of everybody else, you know, because it kind of like cuts it off. And I thought about that and I was like, yeah, like that. I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever had like sort of a stance, like I didn't believe in soulmates or I did believe in soulmates. But after I heard him say it that way, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, 
I definitely kind of what you were saying, Keenan, I definitely think that you have to work hard to be with whether again, friendship, um, romantic, anything like that, you have to work hard for that relationship to sort of flourish. But yeah, it's just interesting after he, he said that I was like, I think I agree with that. I definitely see that. For me, I think when I think of a soulmate, if someone asked me to describe what a soulmate is, I would see it as someone who you don't have to spend a good amount of your time translating your soul to. I mean, like truly the essence of who you are. I mean, not the regular day to day or, you know, small things you may struggle with or small things that you have going on in life. But I mean the essence of who you not even what you show to the world but who you truly are when your phone is down when you don't have to put on a smile for work when you don't have to you know try to get along with family that you don't necessarily get along with all the time but I mean truly who you are when like I said someone that you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your soul to so I have a question then. Yes. Can you only have one soulmate or are there multiple soulmates and you just sort of find one of them or you find, yeah. In my opinion, you can have multiple close friends. Mm-hmm. You can have multiple cool family members. You can have, you know, multiple loves in your life even. If we're going to go to a romantic aspect, you can have more than one love in your life throughout a lifetime but i feel like you do only have one soulmate so do you think that everybody has the ability to find their soulmate or just i also don't think that everyone has a soulmate okay that's interesting and why do you think that not everybody ends their life with this person that they've loved for 50 years and been married to or this person that you know, they feel extremely close to and have never lost that bond with. So I don't think everybody has a soulmate. I feel like it's kind of a special and relatively rare find, but I don't think that it's not a thing and I don't think that it's impossible. So let me correct or let me understand something that you just said. So you kind of said that if not everyone's going to have that love, that's like, you know you're you're together whatever capacity that that is for 50 60 70 years so do you feel like i don't know maybe i'm asking sort of the same question as earlier is like do you think everybody has the ability to sort of find their their soulmate like do you feel like fate god the universe whatever you sort of believe in sort of puts that opportunity in front of you um or do you feel like it's sort of just it's just chance I think I don't think that it's chance. I don't think that at all. I think that if you do have a soulmate, then I feel like God would not put a soulmate in your life or would not create a soulmate for you and not present them to you. So I feel like if my soulmate is in Indonesia right now, like I I feel like it's for me to fate is going to have me go to Indonesia or for that person to come here or for us to meet up in another country somewhere or whatever. But I think if I do have a soulmate out there, then it will be for us to meet one day and 
to have that. I can see what you're saying, but to your question, Laura, I'm gonna have to explain myself here. Is I agree, like ultimately, um, like we all have this one, like this ultimate soulmate, you know, this one person that truly does understand, as you said, right? But what's interesting to me, but also I see it as that beautiful part of life is we are quote offered multiple soulmates throughout our journey, finding that one that serves us the best because kind of what I was saying is like before, like I always see like life in a way like on this pendulum, you know, like a pendulum just goes side to side. Um, it's like, I just see those as like planes of energy. Um, like you're just thinking about a rope swinging back and forth, back and forth, but you just think about a rope swinging back and forth. Right. And then like on that lower part of you look at the rope, like there's a really wide base. And I just see that as like a plane of life. It's just as life is swinging and then, like, on that plane. Like you just find people that come towards you and like, they see you on that soul level and that's where they can understand that's a wide frame of your understanding how someone could like serve your soul within that time but as like we move forward in life i was like kind of up this ladder like that pendulum gets like really smaller and tighter you know at the very top to where like that plane is just very very narrow and that's like that's your experience of life and like in your soul like kind of that vibration those points in between like what makes you whole and like that's where like it becomes very very narrow so like I can see like the full pipeline where there can be multiple soulmates just as you understand yourself or like elevate yourself through these walking experiences. But ultimately, like there is that one, um, there is that one soulmate, but kind of the caveat to it is I believe through the options, a lot of people just fail to recognize that, hey, like, wow, you could have actually helped me throughout this right now or that potential to pull up forward because there's just so many things in between happening. So just from your perspective, Tali, since you say that you believe in soulmates, and I'm going to pass this question around, do you believe that when you meet your soulmate that there is this love at first sight type of situation? Or do you feel like, do you feel like that's where love, love at first sight comes in? That's hard for me to say, but I'm going to say like, no, because like, like everyone thinks this is like my own perspective. Everyone thinks love is like, oh, lovey-dovey, you know, like first sight sometimes you can end up loving someone that you hate at the first time you know that you're like i can't stand them you know so <laughs> like your soulmate i said they understand you from that like very good happy level where a lot of people seem to look at it but they also understand you from like those very they can like come to you like when you're in a very negative state or like someone triggers you in a very negative way you're like because you can even be like hey why did you even think that way or like it could mm-hmm. just trigger your mind say why do they think that but then you end really thinking about it or, like ask them and you're like oh like huh like, I think that too, or like. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone say that your soulmate is a perfect mirror? In the sense that your soulmate, like Tali was kind of saying, is someone who shows you self-awareness. Like like he was saying it's someone that you hated at first, and you're like, ooh, I can't stand them. He, he is loud, or he is this, or he is that. Mm-hmm. And then you start to sit with yourself, and you're like, wait are those things I don't like about him or things I don't like about me? You know, and you're realizing that like the things that you don't like about him, he's actually showing you something, you know, and y'all are becoming closer through this experience of like getting to know one another. So I can totally see what Tali's saying from like that point of view. I've made so many friends, especially where, you know, when first meeting them, I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't like them. And then next thing I know, like, <laughs> we're like two peas in a pod moving around, walking in unison, like, you know, skipping down the halls. It just so I, to- I totally agree. If we are all here for like having the healthiest, you know, the best, like living our best lives, then like, what are we doing if we're not 
I don't know. Being Can't our authentic hear. selves in order to attract our soulmates, maybe. Mm. You know, like showing your true self in order to attract that person. Because I feel like if, like Tali said earlier or in a past episode, if we're hiding behind that mask, I feel like it's hard for your soulmate to see you. You know, like they don't even know that you're there. Or maybe you walk past each other because y'all are afraid to like show who you really are. Like, I wonder if that could possibly. I was just about to piggyback off and say that kind of what we've been talking, like say previous episode, wearing this mask and like just soulmate understanding you. This is a true question. Like, would you really want to encounter someone that understands you for who you are? Like with all those vulnerabilities and insecurities that we previously talked about, like, Really, if they came up to you like right now and said, hey, like, I understand you, like, I'm your soulmate, and you just accepted it, would you run away, or would you be like, oh, yay, like, I understand you, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, because really, that's that's a lot of, like, not can of worms open up, but just life is hard to explain, and, like, there's a lot of dirty parts to that that they'll ask about, and you'll be like, ooh, this person understands me, you know, or not understands me yet, but they're going to ask me all these vulnerable questions right now, so, yeah, I think it's hard. So are y'all saying that like if you're in love with somebody you should just tell them? <laughs> well, I feel like how can you I fall see. in love with somebody? Okay, maybe maybe it's just me, but I'm not falling in love with somebody who doesn't know that I'm not already into them. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be sort of reciprocated at at some point. So if like it's some person that I you know, I I can't do the like love at first sight. That's just not me. So I don't mean love at first sight. What I mean is, <laughs> like you I'm both sorry, like I feeling just... the vibes or whatever. Like, should you be like, yo, I, I think I, I, I dig you, I dig you. So yeah, you... but digging someone and liking someone is like, yeah, like you said love, love with someone. <laughs> I, I meant like just like like it. professing your love. That's what I meant. But like not sight. Just no, no, <laughs> like... no. That that was just teasing, bro. Like we get what you're saying. I'm like. <laughs> In regards to, like, the perspective, like, where you say, like, wow, like, I think this person, like, really understands me. Um, uh, that's hard. That's why I, like, kind of, like, snickered at the point. Because I was like, I don't know what I do. Like, because there's been times where I'm like, I, I can see myself really digging this person. But as I said, just me not being in that state of mind or time where I was as a person in life, I was like, I don't want to confess my love because... I can't offer my full self to you right now. And I don't even know mm. if I'll communicate myself to you properly right now to like, s- let you know like why I truly am like digging you. Wow. That was kind of deep. Not gonna lie to you. I've thought about this a little bit, man, you know, some time to time, like <laughs> I probably sound like I'm, I'm competing with myself from what I said earlier. At the end of the day, I don't think a soulmate really matters. I think what matters is, I, I'd say the title of a soulmate, I don't believe matters. I think what matters is your connection. Um, I think what matters and what is important is the time and attention that you give to each other. And um, like I said before, whether it's romantic or not, or you know, familiar or friendship or whatever, I think the important thing is how you respect each other, how you, your love languages, I think is super important. Just recognizing your love languages, but yeah. This is one question I want to ask this previous episode that we recorded, going back to trauma bonds. I know when we talked about trauma bonds, a really key um, aspect of it that we would learn is that it really comes to communication, like with your current partner, you know, 
and really just communication kind of within those insecure conversations as well. Kind of caveating, piggybacking off that to this conversation on soulmates. Should you tell your partner or like, not partner, like life partner, I guess. Like say you're in a relationship now that hey, you have a soulmate. Because we've said like you have, there's multiple types of soulmates or you can like find multiple soulmates. Is that something like you should just communicate with? Like say a partner too, if you can have multiple soulmates. That someone else is your soulmate? Yeah. If they can have multiple soulmates. Listen, hi, I'm not in a relationship. I would feel some sort of way if you told me someone else was your soulmate. Because I, just me personally, I would feel like, well, then why am I here? <laughs> like, uh, no, that's, this, is, need... this is me playing devil's advocate just towards what we talked about. Yeah. You know, yes, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I personally wouldn't mind, but I feel like the LGBTQ perspective is a little different because it's kind of like back to another episode where it's like, your spouse can have a best friend or a really, 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 really close friend. And I feel like that her best friend could be her soulmate where she is like so, so close to that person. But their, her connection with her best friend, her platonic soulmate is different than her connection with me as her romantic soulmate. Mm. You know what I mean? So like it kind of goes back and forth where it would just come down to like how comfortable she and I are with like our dynamic, I guess, as a group, you know, and like, do I trust her fully, you know, and do it doesn't even come down to if I trust her best friend, but like, do I trust her fully? And like, how do I go about, you know, communicating that? And I think it really comes down to the couple themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. like how, I don't know how comfortable you are going Mm -hmm. to that depth with your partner, you know? Yeah. You're so strong. It's, it's that's beautiful because I, ooh, I, I'm not there yet, Lord. I'm not there yet. Help me, help me. That you, that's really just a very mature move. I feel just to say, you know, I respect our relationship, but you know, I also respect my significant other's friendship or. I'll say it this way. I don't expect to be your world. I don't expect to be your everything. Just because I'm your significant other doesn't mean that you can't have friends. Again, that's where that trust comes in. But I have to trust, like you were saying, Amelia, I have to trust you, not anybody else, really, because I feel like I'm in a relationship with you. But there is a certain level of trust and respect that you would have to have to be comfortable enough to say, this is my significant other's soulmate. I never even thought about that, honestly, Tali, that's really great for me yeah no like no i'm not as open-minded as i thought i was (laughs) i guess it kind of just to me to the question because that was just as that was me asking the question like from my definition of you know as this i see like you can see them on that different plane of kind of ultimately what it is but as amelia was saying like if you're with that person or if you're calling your partner i feel like that's me communicating that i see you as having that potential if you know like being like quote my highest power of soulmate but like, like that's also me saying like hear me out that there are other people that can feel me like that got me to this point to like want to give you quote this title per se that like hey like you're you're my top one because yeah like people feel on different planes and you just come to understanding then with your partner you can openly transparently yeah through honest trusting conversations like yeah this is just how they've got me to here like that's literally what it is platonic as we said and that's just that's filling my soul yeah yeah agreed 
Well guys, I think we're just about out of time for the day, but before we wrap up, I wanted to thank you three for being here yet again. Uh, we are over halfway done with the season already, but I am so proud of how far we have come thus far. Uh, thank you to the audience for tuning in yet again. It truly means the world to us, so thank you. Be sure to follow us on at Millennial Versus on Instagram. Until next time, guys. See ya.